Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider explains why we long to find divine satisfaction. Jesus came to this earth so that we could know God more fully. But sometimes with everything that's going on in our lives, it's easy to get stuck thinking only about our natural world. So how do we get a bigger vision of who God is and what it means to follow Him? That's the subject of our topic as we continue our series, Yeshua HaMashiach's Preeminence. If you've missed the previous message, learn how you can listen online at our website, discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, here is Rabbi Schneider. As we walk with God, I think the question we always need to be asking ourselves is, how big is our vision of who He really is? It's really helpful to realize that the Lord said, I am unlimited, I am without beginning and without end. It's important to recognize that the God beloved that we've been called into a relationship with is eternal. In Judaism, he's called the Ein Sof, the one that has no beginning and has no end, the eternal one. The reason I think this is important to stress and the reason that I want to challenge you with this is because sometimes our vision of who God is is small. And when our vision of God is small, it will keep us from going as high as God wants us to go or as deep as He wants us to go. In order to go higher and deeper in the realm of the Spirit through Yeshua, we have to have a huge vision of God and even our vision of Him is completely inadequate. Some people are locked into religion meaning that they don't even think of this aspect of God. They don't think about the fact that God has no beginning and has no end, that they've been brought into a relationship with the eternal one, that there are realms in the spirit that God is bringing us into that are beyond anything that we've ever thought or conceived of before, that the destiny that we have is so incredible that it's not even ever entering into the heart of man how incredible it is. Many people sitting in church pews have such a limited definition of who God is and such a constricted concept of what it means to know Him based only on things that they can read in a book or things that they've heard, you know, in their church tradition. It's just so small, you know, you do this, you do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, and as long as you do the right things and don't do the wrong things, you're good. That's such a limiting, constrictive concept of what it means to know God. Yeshua came to earth that we would know God. We began last broadcast in the book of Colossians, chapter number one, in verse number 13. And we began to look at the preeminence of Yeshua HaMashiach, Yeshua HaMashiach's preeminence. And what I showed you was that this one that died on the cross for us, he existed before he became human. I showed you from the Gospel of John and from Paul's letters that the one that died on the cross for us is God himself, who at a point in time, the scripture calls it at the fullness of time, manifested himself in the flesh for us, that he could die for our sins and save us. Paul is speaking here of Yeshua. Who is Yeshua? Yeshua is the person that we gave the name to 
who died on the cross for our sins. Yeshua is the one that manifested himself in time 2,000 years ago. It was when God united himself with the body. But the Word who clothed himself in humanity existed before we gave him the name Yeshua and before he was clothed in humanity. In other words, God himself came to earth clothed himself in humanity, and as the angel told Mary, call him, make his name Jesus, which means salvation. But it was God himself that came. God himself is our salvation. Listen how Paul puts it. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Who is he speaking of here? He's speaking of Jesus. He's speaking of Yeshua that came and rescued us in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. What does this mean? That this one that came died on the cross for us. He died in our place, shed his blood, and through him and by him, we have forgiveness of our sins. Now, who is the one that did this for us? Verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created, both in heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. But what we find here is this one that rescued us in verse 13, this one through whom we have forgiveness through in verse 14. He is God himself. He's the creator. John spoke about this. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. All things came into being by Him. And apart from Him, nothing that's come into being has come into being. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So God Himself manifested Himself to you and I in space and time in the person of Jesus, in the person of Yeshua, died on the cross for our sins and showed us his heart. When you think of Jesus, when you think of Yeshua, you have to think of God because it was God in him. He is God incarnate. We look in verse number 18. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead so that he himself will come to have first place in everything. And here's this next verse is what I wanted you to hear right now. For it was the Father's good pleasure, listen, for all the fullness to dwell in Him. What does this mean? The fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Yeshua in bodily form. So I am wanting you and I to recognize that God is calling us into the realm of the Spirit. Some people, they just look at a figure on a cross and they just meditate on the figure of a cross, and they got a picture in front of them of a human being. But Jesus is so much more than a human being. It was God making himself visible. So we need to move beyond the natural, beyond that which can be seen into the supernatural. When you see, for example, how Yeshua is manifested in the book of Revelation, he doesn't look the same as he was when he was walking upon the earth 2,000 years ago, he looks different, right? He's got eyes as a flame of fire. He's got a two-edged sword coming through his mouth. His hair is like white wool. His face is like the sun shining in his strength. I want to move you beyond 
where you've been looking to help you to look someplace bigger so that you can rise in the spirit and enter into new realms, beloved, of eternal life. There's always more. And God wants to ignite within our heart a fire that regardless of what our experience has been, some of you, as I've been speaking, you feel trapped right now. It's like there's nothing left for you where you're at. You've already been through all the Bible studies. You've already heard all the preachers. You've already done all the things the church told you to do. And you're still feeling empty. Well, I've got good news for you today, beloved child of God. God's got more for you. But you need to be able to look to him, to recognize that he's more than maybe your pastor told you he was. And I'm not putting down any pastors. I would say that to my people. I pastor a congregation too. I would say to my people, God is more than I told you because God's bigger than I know. So this is true of everyone. But I'm just saying that we need to expand our boundaries. Remember the saint of old in the Hebrew Bible, Jabez said, extend the boundaries of my borders. He wanted to enter in to something new. He wanted to enter in to something more. We need to begin to think like Yeshua. We need to begin to think in the spirit. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And as Christians, discerning God's voice amongst life's conflicting voices is challenging. And that's why Rabbi Schneider has created a free, powerful new talk, a guide to hearing God's voice. He'll equip you with tools so you can clearly know when God is speaking. Don't wait. Go to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing. That's myfreegift.com forward slash hearing and claim your free copy to start transforming your spiritual journey today. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com when you give your equipping others for Jesus' return. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider. Let's look at this again. I'm just trying to impart to you who this Yeshua is that you're being drawn into a deeper relationship. For by him, verse 16, by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things created through him and for him. You see, all the things that you experience in life, all the pleasures that you experience in life, listen, there's the spirit nature of God behind those things. In other words, if you experience pleasure on earth, the pleasure we can get from eating, the pleasure we can get from being in an intimate relationship with our spouse, we have to recognize that beyond that pleasure, the pleasure of our taste buds, the pleasure of intimacy, we have to recognize, beloved one, listen, that beyond those pleasures is the God of pleasure. The scripture says he is the God of pleasures forevermore. Father God, let me find divine satisfaction in you alone. Let me know that everything that I see just portrays an image of you. It portrays a part of you. It's created and everything that's created, everything that we can see with our eyes is passing away. And they're just shadows of you, but they're not the fullness. They're not the substance. You're the substance. So, Father, let me keep on pursuing you 
until I find everything that I need, everything that satisfies, everything that makes me complete in you alone. Because beloved one, the scripture says, in Christ Jesus, in Yeshua, you and I have been made complete. You know, have you ever noticed in your life that you're always looking for something? You're always in search of the next thing to satisfy an emptiness in your soul. You think if you go over there, you'll be satisfied. And then you get to that spot and you think, well, if I go over there, I'll be satisfied. I remember sometime back being with somebody, they said, let's go to the park. They were in such a hurry to get to the park, so anxious to get to the park. We got to the park, we were walking. It wasn't five minutes till they said, well, let's go get a cup of coffee. Their anxiety was driving them and they kept on living under the delusion that if I go over there, I'll find satisfaction. They kept it going from here to there to there, looking for that place where they thought they'd find satisfaction. And it was never there because the problem was wherever they went, there they were. You know, I want to get to the place in my life where I have divine satisfaction, that I am satisfied, listen now, with God himself, that God himself, child of God, becomes the source of our satisfaction. And I believe this takes some fasting from the things of the world. It takes some temperance and some self-discipline so that we're not continually indulging ourselves in the things that God has made, which can never completely satisfy us, and we search for meaning instead in the one that has made them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The application and the challenge for you today, beloved one, is this. Take time alone every day. Discipline yourself to spend time with God because He is the one that created everything. Our satisfaction is not in what He's created. There's only limited satisfaction there. We all know that. There's only temporary satisfaction there. True satisfaction can only come from the one that made those things that created us and our soul in His image to know Him. It's such a tragic thing of famous people that are taking their own lives. I read and heard about an individual taking his own life. He had everything going for him, it would seem. He had fame. He had wealth. He had whatever relationship, you know, he wanted, so to speak. He had even achieved an excellent mastery in a particular martial art. I mean, he had everything, and yet he took his own life. Only God knows why. But I can only imagine that the reason that he took his own life, beloved one, was because he had everything that he thought would satisfy him. He attained it all. He attained everything that he thought would satisfy him. Wealth, fame, relationships, even becoming an expert in a particular martial art. And yet when he had attained all those things, his soul was still empty. And he didn't know what else to do at that point because he didn't know God. Life was just hopeless for him. He had gotten everything that he thought would satisfy only to realize that none of those things did. And now he thought there was nothing left. And so he killed himself. I mean, I'm just surmising, but I believe that's very potentially what happened because that's what happens to people that even attain everything that the world has to offer. They realize the answer is not there. And if they don't have God, at that point, they become utterly hopeless. This is what Solomon was teaching us in the book of Ecclesiastes. He pursued everything that he thought would satisfy him. He pursued wealth, women, knowledge, everything. And he got to the end of it all. And what did he say, church? He said, vanity 
of vanities. All is vanity and striving after the wind. And then he said, the answer is this, walk with God. I challenge you today, as you're walking with Yeshua, lift up your eyes. He's not just a human being that died on the cross. It was God himself that manifested himself to you in bodily form so that you could be brought into a relationship with him. And he's got a journey ahead for you that has nothing but joy, fulfillment, richness, and happiness. But we got to keep on striving to know him. We got to keep on seeking to enter in. And understand, life is a cycle of trials and then releasing in joy. Trials and then releasing in joy. There'll always be trials on this earth, but no, every single trial that you walk through, committed to God, steadfast in God, keeping your eyes on Him, is only building up your spiritual inheritance. Jesus, my friend, Yeshua HaMashiach, is God in the flesh. And I want to challenge you, forget about what everybody else is doing. Don't be bound by the culture of this world. Don't even be bound by the culture of the church. Go after Jesus. Get into his word. Spend time alone with him. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Keep praying. Keep talking to him. Keep telling him that you love him. Keep being thankful. And he's going to bless you in a way that you never even imagined. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and we'll hear from Rabbi Schneider once again in just a moment, so please keep listening. You know, it's so easy to get caught up in the affairs of this life, but today Rabbi encouraged us to move beyond the natural and to focus on the supernatural realm where God dwells in his eternal kingdom. So right now, instead of making resolutions that strictly serve us for our own efforts, let's spark a flame of hope in the lives and the hearts of those who are in need this year. Join with us in 2024 and make it your resolution to help us spread the good news all across the globe. Rabbi? I've always liked a very simple approach to ministry in both my preaching and beloved ones in helping God's people understand why it's important to support ministry with our finances. I'm reading a very simple portion of scripture I've referred to before, but I love it because it's so simple and so authentic. Listen to what John says in the book of 3 John, verse seven and eight. Speaking of those that are sent out to preach the gospel, he says this, for they went out for the sake of the name, and then he continues in the eighth verse by saying this, therefore, we ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth. You see, not everybody's called to do what I do. Not everyone's called to travel to Africa, Israel, preach the gospel all over the world, etc. But you can have a part in the lives that are being changed through my ministry, beloved ones, by supporting this ministry. I wanna ask you, if you believe in the word that I'm preaching, if you believe in me, if you believe that there is authentic fruit and if you're being helped, I wanna ask you to support this ministry financially. You're gonna be blessed and have a reward for the lives that are being saved and changed. To support this nonprofit ministry with a gift of any amount, call us at 800-777-7835. And as our way of saying thank you for your gifts, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month, and it's available as a digital download. We'll also send you the latest edition of our newsletter, which is filled with rabbis' insightful teachings and testimonies from around the world. And for our new monthly partners, we'll send you a beautiful shofar that's been handed 
handcrafted in the Holy Land. And you know, according to some Jewish scholars, the bend of the shofar represents our hearts in true repentance, bowing before the Lord. And it's our belief that this ancient musical instrument will not only look good on your mantle or your fireplace, but it'll also be a great conversation starter for your Jewish friends and family or anyone with an inquiring mind. We'll send you the shofar, newsletter, and audio message when you become a monthly partner online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Once again, thank you so much for your generous gifts. It's because of your faithful support that we're broadcasting the good news in almost every country of the world, including 97% of the homes with cable in Israel. That means we're reaching over 1.5 million households there. And now, before we close today's program, we wanted to share a special message from Rabbi's wife, Cynthia. Shalom, I want to share a testimony with you that has a really good word for us today. There's a woman who wrote in, she said, for a while now, I've been seeking the Lord to ask of him that I may not be misled by false teaching. Sadly, it is prevalent in big and small churches throughout America, different movements under different names, but all in the same basket of me theology. Isn't that where we are at? In the media, we get all these words to us saying that we need to be focused on ourselves. Are we getting all of our needs met? Who's to blame for not getting my needs met? Isn't that what we're hearing? But the Lord speaks a different word. So she said she asked God to help her. I asked God, who is for real? How do I know for certain? Is Rabbi's ministry for me? Do I continue to support his ministry? This woman sought the Lord for an answer and the Lord answered her. And I just wanna encourage you today, you keep seeking the Lord, seek for Him to lead you to every ministry that would feed you with His Word, feed you with His Spirit, feed you with everything that's the truth that sets you free. You don't want to be misled by prophets that are steering you in the wrong direction, more in the way of where our society's going and less in the way of the Word of God. Thank you so much, Cynthia. We truly, truly appreciate you. And no message would be complete without Rabbi sharing this timeless blessing that's designed to invoke God's favor and impart His care upon you. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter 6, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yahweh <laughs> Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Lecha Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider presents a new series called To Know Him by Name. That's Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.